So, I'm sitting here on a nice rainy afternoon in the sun porch, which I guess today makes it the rain porch, with Josh and, of course, my new puppy. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. But Josh has been mentioning this thing uh, over and over again about uh, tuning and why why, uh, you can't actually tune a, uh, a bagpipe. And because uh, you know what they say about a hundred bagpipes at the bottom of the ocean, that's a good start. And you know, yeah, it's a very good start. The difference between a, a bagpipe and a lawnmower, you can tune a lawnmower. I was gonna say the lawnmower sounds better, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, apparently, you know, there is some science, and Josh actually knows about this. And so we're finally gonna bore everyone to tears about tuning uh, out of the 440 hertz for A. I'm Barry. And I'm Joshua. And this is Black Door Music's dump fire, Dumpster Fire of Facts. Yeah, so 440 tuning, that is like what is everybody knows as the standard. That's that's what, right. what you're listening to. You that's, buy a Snark guitars tuner, that's 440. It's always set to, to 440. Wait, now let's be specific. What is 440? That's 440 megahertz for a, which yep. A four for it's 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 an A uh, above middle C, right? So, um, so when you're tuning, you have the tuning fork. You hit it. The resonant uh, the resonant frequency at which it resonates at is that uh, four forty. That's where that's where we're getting that right. from. Is is different. And um, none of this was available until uh, Mr. Hertz invented measuring frequencies in like the eighteen seventies. Right, because before that, like every every country basically had their own like kind of standard for for what they were tuning right. to, and they would so tune it, to whoever was the conductor well, or you the would, leader. They of, would typically have. I think everybody understands the idea of a tuning fork, even if you've never seen one. Thanks to Bugs Bunny, although he's not as popular as he once was. But you take a piece of metal that's a fork, and you whack it against something, and then you hold it to something resonant, like a guitar body, and it will ring fairly loudly. And that gives you a standard pitch. The gist of it, uh, the, 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 the rub is, depending on heat, humidity, and all kinds of other factors, the possible corrosion of the tuning fork over years, the tuning fork is not going to be that standard resonance for its entire life. Right, and it wasn't until like those resonant forks were able to be recorded and put into little electronic boxes that we were able to get like that standard. Right. Uh, and I think that that was actually like it became the international standard um, like around like 1950s. Right. Was it 1950s or was that I, the 1970s? I, sure. I, so I know in uh, you're 19, supposed to be educating me. Right. Like so 1955 was was about the time that I know that uh, that became the American standard. Right. And so I'm going to going to dive back into a little bit of uh, conspiracy myth here. I'm just so just to say it is a four. It's the A above middle C, but it's technically A4. Right. Yeah. So tuning in A4. Uh, so I'm going to gonna jump back just a little bit. So in the, um, you've got uh, France for years and years had kind of the standard of 432. Uh, and yeah, I know. And Actually, no, I was reading about 432 and I was like, 432 sounds like the perfect pitch because mathematically you land on integers instead of, uh, instead of, uh, uh, decimals. Right. And you can do the same thing in 438 as well. Right. So 
it's kind of kind of interesting and even 528 uh if you jump into those those even higher frequencies yeah but we're not going to talk about hungry right yeah well i yeah no that's that's more of like digital biofrequencies isn't that yeah, the 528 <laughs> But one one of the things uh, with uh, with the standardization of of this frequency, that there was this myth, this kind of conspiracy that went around for years and years, uh, and you can go down the rat hole uh, if you want uh, on the interwebs uh, about uh, standard uh, Nazi standardizing 440, um, okay. and then so the that they burgers. could so that they could use that um, because 440 apparently is like a frequency that is meant to manipulate brains to charge the field, and so when you're trying to, you know get rile up large groups and get them to you know basically take over you know help the third reich defure this would be now, the, the natural thing is this actually a thing where the nazis it's it's a conspiracy and it's just okay. myth okay it's it's not anything that actually right. happened so 440 had already been a standard um for uh for german um uh, symphonies basically since like the 1800s like is there's nothing that that Hitler had brought in, so it's still German. It's just not Nazi. It was it. It's one of the one of the German things, but it's it wasn't actually until the Americans decided it was going to be standardized mm -hmm. that it went to the international uh, kind of music realm. And so, just picture you know a bunch of people sitting in a room arguing over frequencies and tuning time after time after time after time well, and then arriving at a standard that, and that's pretty if, much what if you imagine that you just basically imagining what it's like to hang out with josh yeah you know like just argue frequencies all the time so um it was in 1917 the american federation of musicians endorsed uh the italians and they followed uh, um, by further push for 440 in the 1940s so it was also the italians that so it's the that kinda, right that right that did did that um but yeah it's 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 interesting like when when people get into like these these conspiracy and so like as you say like 432 sounds really nice um it sounds like it's perfect pitch there's also no, I like didn't conspiracy say it sounded nice i said it mathematically made more sense to me right and there's there's conspiracies and people who argue constantly about like what is the the better frequency is it 440 or 432 or is there's it seven Right, or 435 even, because uh, I think 435 was uh, was pretty universal for yeah, a I number of years. There's several before I, somebody I was decided. There's several uh, symphonies that tune to 437, too. So it's all over the board. Yeah, well, and that's kind of the cool thing about tuning is that like it's starting to take on a, a new life again, and so like this is something that's just been happening generation after generation after generation, and tuning is still more or less a hot topic. <laughs> right. Um, well, I think, see, this kind of gets in my craw because everybody's like, oh, tuning. You tune to this, and it's at this hertz. And, and, and you go, why? And they go, because science. And it's like, okay, that's not how you use the word science, and that's not how science works. <laughs> also, science can talk about, you know, science is a means of testing hypothesis to come up with truths, but... I don't think there's science behind science behind music is a little different. Now I know there's certain things that yeah, are it's the sweet science. Right, the sweet science. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was boxing. Yeah, isn't it all the same thing? Oh, right. right. It's all science. But 
here goes it, it shows you like you know when i go to tune my guitar i pull out my snark guitar tuner which i like just because you can clamp it on the headstock and it's gonna give you a, a visual representation of how in the tune or out tune because i'm an old guy and i've never had perfect pitch so um so i just want it but i also know that it's all relative because a tone is not a pure thing it's a it's a string vibrating at multiple frequencies all at the same time that we perceive. Right. Which is what sound is. It's just air vibrations. And then right. when you amplify them, that's where we get that, yeah. that sound. So that's what our teeth do in our mouth. That's our, our amplification. Is it our teeth? Well, it's what allows us to pronunciate, I guess. Oh, I thought There's, you meant like allows us to hear tones. I was like, well, oh. that would be interesting. Hey, conspiracy theorists, let's let's find this one. It's all the Brandenburgers. <laughs> so what about the sweet, sweet music that comes from the bowels of goats that is bagpipes? Yeah, so bagpipes are like these weird kind of screechy, eerily haunting and kind of comforting instrument right. at the same Everybody time. Everybody knows what bagpipes are, and I think most people agree with me that bagpipes have two songs that sound good and three if you count um, the one by ACDC. <laughs> so I think I know what songs you're getting at is Scotland the Brave, yep. Amazing Grace, yep. and ACDC. Right. Uh, so which, uh, those are actually our three most requested way, songs. It's a long way <laughs> to if the, you want to rock and roll or something like that. Yeah, a long way to the top. Yeah. 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 And then Thunderstruck after that, you can always go into that with the bagpipes and it can sounds ridiculously hilarious. <laughs> so we even have some of our, our, our pipers in the band who will right. will play clocks uh, from Coplay on it sure. and uh, and we will rock you. And oh my gosh, like it just, yeah. you can't help but laugh when you hear those songs. Well, I bagpipes. think everybody should, should right now stop this podcast and go look up um, Flamethrower uh, Bagpipe because that's the, the coolest bagpiper ever. As a guy who's playing bagpipes, and then he shoots flames out of the bagpipes. Yeah, I think he's somewhere in Portland. Keep Portland weird. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, I've seen that video. It's pretty neat. Uh, uh, when you get no, back to, to be the, fair, I think there's more than one. Yeah. The, <laughs> when you get so when you get back to the tuning, so um, so the bagpipes are actually like a, a traditional war um, instrument for the Scots. Like they use this. Uh, all the, all of the different um, tunes that they had were for different um, uh, different sections of the army to, sure. to move in in different ways. So it's like a bugle uh, or a fife. Yep, and the and they also used it as as a way to scare the enemy as well because the the frequency that they tune at is so high and it's kind of screechy right. that it would actually scare the hell out of well, anybody you know, that they it's were. It's also slightly fighting. dissonant too, right? Yeah, because when I listen to the the drone, it's called drones, right? Yeah. So there's the, three drones and then a chanter. Right. So when I listen to the drones, I always hear a. Whoa, 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 which is it's, a slightly it's kind of yeah it's kind of like a wavering thing so the the three drones you have three different reeds in there and you have a bass drone and you have two tenor drones and those mm -hmm. are tuned to a to an a uh in about four between 476 megahertz to 486 depends on the humidity outside whoa you just blew my mind we're talking about 432 440 448 437 and now we're going up to a4 is in 487 or something what right you say? yeah so like right now in the summertime with how hot it is uh, -huh. uh we're tuning it around like 440 uh 484 um right now 
And so you think about it, that is a super high yeah. frequency and it's just, and, and it kind of squeals. Uh, and a that's little bit. probably why when that beginner bagpiper comes around and says, Hey guys, let's try playing that ACDC song. They're all like, wow, I don't know why you're playing the right notes, but it sounds like crap because they're half a note off, right? Right. And because the, the way that the, the drones and the chanter and the reeds, how everything sits, you actually have to get these things called drone extenders yeah, uh, and you have you. to get a 440 chanter mm-hmm. um, to drop the frequency for uh, bagpipes to be able to play so, with other instruments. So here's just an idea because I play a couple different instruments. I mean, not well, but I, I have I got a trombone, yeah, yeah. I got a guitar, I got a ukulele. You can tune a guitar real fucking easy. <laughs> yeah. I want you to tune everybody else to the bagpipes. You you can, but you're going to be stretching the guitar neck so far forward oh, okay. with how high that's going. There There is actually a way to tune and get close to it. Um, if bagpipes are in 476, uh-huh. um, you can tune your guitar uh, at an A to 450 and you can harmonize with that 476. Okay. Um, so we found this out um, through, we were trying to do the song Mull of Kintyre um, oh, yeah. from Paul that, McCartney. That old classic. Yeah. And so we were trying to play that on the pipes and have a guitar and a vocalist uh, sure. with us for a different concert that we were doing. Uh, and it kind of worked, but yeah. not really. So <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because that concert never happened. So <laughs> You know, I, I'm just thinking, I want to hear like, a choir like sing but in the tuning of a bagpipe so you know like you have the the ba- the men singing just one note and all their words are on those notes and then the <laughs> that would actually be be pretty good if you if you get the time look up 100 pipers uh and and listen to that tune because that's yeah. a traditional bagpipe tune with vocals um and then the they do it in Scotland, uh, and they have... I, I disagree. I think by adding vocals, it's not a traditional bagpipe tune. Actually, more, a lot of those tunes have vocals to do them. Do they? Yeah. So, so are you familiar at all with Irish bagpipes? More or less, so the, the Great Highland Pipes are what I'm most familiar right, with because classic, that's what I, I grew up playing Scottish, and listening yeah, to. Yeah, and I'm just, and one, so. I'm, I'm, I'm just exploring the subject. So I was just wondering if you'd had any... Uh, any you know, experience with them or you have no experience for, really for the most part, Irish pipes are, um, the great Highland pipes if they're in competitive piping. Okay. Um, it's when you get in, so every culture across the, across the world has bagpipes of their own, like, and, and there's, um, okay. you know, debate okay. on, on who, who I think who everybody agrees with me right now that Josh is full of shit. Not every culture has bagpipes. They do. Okay. Where are a the lot of them are Amer- called like horn pipes and, so like they're they're made from different materials that they have and uh-huh. a lot of it was so like are you shepherds our our bagpipes are the little bike the bike horns those are the bag with the little rubber screen well it uh-huh. could be so <laughs> i would say uh american pipes have have more or less adopted the the great highland pipes um so no no right sure but like okay the native american indians they had bagpipes they probably had some version of it no 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 probably had some version of it and yes you can go to a museum and see what indian bagpipes looked like that's sorry native american bagpipes look like that's different you now you're into conjecture sir right well we're going down a rabbit hole that okay is, to me i, I just make, want to make the point that but there's, you there's are, pipes in the middle east there's uh there there's sure. pipes um uh, and sorry i would say the 
the, the west western eastern side of the world the west. i don't know geography very well so well typically the western and the eastern side opposite sides yeah anyway <laughs> the west eastern side so i i'm just saying that i am not familiar with the native american bagpipe that's all i'm saying yeah well it could be a penny whistle uh so, I, without the bag, you really lose the concept of the bagpipe. Now, you could say everybody's got a pipe, and I'll agree with you, because I think most cultures throughout history have created whistles of some sort. You got the didgeridoo in Australia, and, you know, I'll agree with that. But the fact that a Scotsman emptied out a sheep's stomach, attached it to wooden reeds, and played a song is a little different than just blowing into a pipe. Yeah, and so I would say, okay, shepherd cultures. How's that? Uh, man, now I've completely lost where, where I was going. Well, then I have completed my uh, uh, assignment. God damn it, Barry. <laughs> Maybe it's cold outside. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where, where were we? Yeah, I don't remember. So um, so different cultures have different bagpipes. I forgot I had this in my pocket. Um, <laughs> going to drive the dog mad. Um, but it's the it's the Great Highland Pipes. That's that's what yeah. people are, are most familiar with. That's what that's what I know the most. No, uh, I understand that. I was just I was just wondering because I'm aware of uh, Irish bagpipes, and what I know is Irish bagpipes are like a smaller version that actually doesn't have a mouthpiece. It's more of like you, that you just well, those are called small pipes, uh, and so those are meant to to be played at a. Uh, indoors so it's kind of like a, an accordion push thing so it right. still has the bag that they're inflating and it allows them to sing as they're playing the pipes oh sure so because it's more of a folk because um, the Irish travel instrument right. right they yeah. like to sing they like to dance and it's probably got a whiskey pouch on it too uh scotch but yeah so not if it's irish <laughs> <laughs> it's scotch whiskey it's all in the same yeah, it's like um, it's I mean, the, the Irish invented way. it, but you know, we don't have to go there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the, the pipes are tuned like super crazy, which is actually why there's that. That's why drums are the only instrument that you typically see with with bagpipes, because when when you tune the drums, they have there's the snares, there's a midsection with their tenor drums, and then they have bass drums. Right uh, now, bass drum is tuned to the the bass drone mm-hmm. a, and then the tenor drums to the to the tenor drone, and then the snare is actually with the snare off. You tune that to the the high a of the chanter, and then you turn the snare back on, and so that's where you get that super um, yeah. really nice crisp um, kind of sound. So those so those drums are actually tuned up into that that 476 okay. 480 so just, uh, range just to let people know because I, I know some people might be like tuning a drum you know what what are like say like like a trap set what would do that normally be tuned to like the let's just say a snare tom and a, a bass drum um so do you, uh, every drummer's got their own uh, kind of different thing of course because yeah. they're drummers right and so as as a fellow drummer, uh, my drum set is is tuned. I tune it to a 450. Um, okay. That way, I can, I can kind of harmonize in multiple different different ways. And if I don't like it, then you take a you know piece of tape or a dampener and you put it on mm-hmm. uh, onto either the bottom or the top head, or you just retune it. Right. So until you get the sound that you're yeah. looking for, I most can, of the time I it's can the see sound Josh you're looking for. At a rehearsal, going, I am totally not in this, and he's just like dropping his bass drum way down, like half a step just like let's see if they notice yeah pretty much so pretty soon it sounds like a wet plastic sack instead of a bass drum (laughs) it's like hitting a piece of paper well 
I'd be lying if I said I hadn't learned anything. Now, you can argue whether it was worthwhile learning, but at least now when Josh comes on during random podcasts and talks about tuning and why bagpipes always sound like shit when you play them with something else, you understand. They're tuned way fucking different. Yep. And uh, I can't say that I haven't learned anything either because apparently not all cultures have, have bagpipes. Right. Right. Some cultures just have pipes. Just pipes. Just pipes. Well, Black Door Music Argument, I'm Barry. And I'm Joshua. Take care. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's cold outside. outside.